A man become preeminent, he is expected to have enthusiasms. 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 What am I? What draws my admiration? What is that which gives me joy? Baseball. Alrighty, welcome back, hammerheads, meatballs, ladies, everybody listening. Thank you for tuning in to the Poor Hitter Podcast. It's Rob DiPietro, the dead poor hitter. We're going to go through a little quick Friday to Sunday lineup situations to help you set your lineup for the weekend if you're playing in any league that allows you to change your lineups for Friday to Sunday. This is popular on NFBC leagues. And, um, you know, several home leagues that I'm involved with, but also I know a lot of other people play as well. But it can also give you some insight into the daily aspect as well. You pick up a guy maybe ahead, a day ahead of when he might be popular, targeted um, normally. So, um, yeah, just going to give you a quick rundown. First thing that I'm going to get into is the teams that are not playing three games this weekend, but instead of playing two games and four games. So we have the Yankees traveling to the Philadelphia Phillies, playing two games, also losing their DH. Um, They're playing Saturday, Sunday. So um, obviously there's still a lot of great players on both of these teams that you're going to try to get in your lineups. Um, because they're just hard to really bench in two games. Um, you know, some players go full maximization when we'll take them out. I'm more on the cusp of if I have Bryce Harper on my team, I'm playing him for those two games. Um, pretty much for Hagor as well, um, unless you have extreme better options. Um, but, you know, um, obviously this is uh, all... All relative to your leagues and how you like to play and what you need to maximize. But um, obviously, it's something you need to pay attention to if you can only set your lineup for the three days and they only have two. So, um, again, you have the Yankees traveling to the Philadelphia Phillies. Um, Boone already said that Stanton will not play the field, so he's out. So, um, anyone who had John Carlos Stanton for the weekend, make sure um, you pick up an extra bat because he will be only pinch hitting. Which is sad, because he's an athlete and can't play the field. But anyway, um, so we're looking at like guys like Gio Arcella, um, Gary Sanchez, um, Brett Gardner, if you still have him in any leagues. I don't know why he would, but Rugnet Odor, Clint Frazier, another guy. I don't know why he's still on the field. Um, and Miguel Andua, who's has hit pretty well of late, but again, with only two games, and you also have to realize too, if you're setting your lineups and these guys might not play both of the games, you know, now you're down to one game play, so um, obviously pay attention to that um, for the Yankees and the Phillies, but again, I would suggest playing your your main guys, um, especially Bryce Harper, 
because I don't think he's going to get a day off in this weekend. Um, Alec Baum, hope, hopefully he can um, come out of his early season slump and um, start picking it up and start hitting the ball a little harder. Um, McCutcheon looks like he's picked up his production ever since he got into the middle of the lineup, which I think is helping him more relaxed and um, not worrying about setting the table, but um, just driving runs in, which I think he might be better accustomed to at this point of his career. So, all right, let's move on to a team, two teams who have four games of playing a doubleheader. Saturday is the Giants. They'll be traveling to the Washington Nationals. Each team will be facing three righties and one lefty in this four-game series. So let's look at Washington. Um, Kyle Schwarber has seven straight starts versus left-handed pitching, which is awesome to see. Um, so for that one game, um, maybe he stays in. Um, he didn't even got a couple chances to lead off recently, which is wonderful to see. I truly believe in Kyle Schwarber's skill set, and I think if he's available in your league, you should be getting him. And definitely do not think about letting him go for the rest of the season. Um, Josh Bell has sat four of the last five versus left-handed pitching. Again, they're only facing one lefty in that four-game series, but it's just something to note. Um, and his one start in that um, and his last five versus lefties was Wednesday when they had the DH. So, um, obviously you could still get the three games played here, but it's still something to be aware of. Um, you got Ryan Zimmerman just swinging good stick, you know, um, in the last 14 days, um, Josh Bell has played 12 games, but he's only started nine and Zimmerman has played nine. He's only started five. So they're getting in games even when they're not starting. Um, Washington since May 28th, they are 29th in baseball and WRC plus at 77 with a 28 to 9 K to BB percentage, 284 Wober, and they're 29th with 43 runs scored. On the season, they have the 8th worst barrel rate as a team, and they're 12th in X Wober at 325. So let's move on to SF, um, just playing at a phenomenal level right now. They're 30 Major League Baseball in WoboCon, which is Woba on contact at 391. They're third in barrel percentage at 9.8 as a team. They're in the top four in the MLB in O-swing and swinging strikes. So the discipline is there. The quality of contact is there from the team overall. Um, since May 28th, they are 12th. They have a 12% walk rate, um, and they're third in Woba at 366. Uh, also in the last 11 games, 21 home runs a team. You have Lamont Wade, who's been leading off versus right-handed pitching. He doesn't play versus lefties, but um, he's batting 286 with three homers and a stolen base in his last 11 games. Steven Duggar, too, he's hitting 316 with two homers and 13 runs plus RBIs in his last 11, although he has sat four of his last five versus left-handed pitching. Uh, Mike Topman is someone to be aware of. He's getting some run, but he's really struggling that in 111 in his last 11 games. So, you know, pretty much when you have these two teams playing four games, you're going to pretty much get um, all your regulars in there and probably some of the fringe guys well, too, if you like the matchups. That extra game really, even though it's two seven-inning games, it's still more than you'd get from teams playing a three-game set. So... That's it for Washington and the Giants. Let's move on to um, another DH situation. You have the Los Angeles Angels um, losing their DH, traveling to the Arizona Diamondbacks. So 
Uh, Shohei Otani is scheduled to pitch Friday, um, and then I'd expect him to pinch hit um, in Saturday, Sunday. So um, be conscious of that. If you are expecting him to fulfill some productivity from your lineup, from batting, he won't get that this weekend. Um, <clears throat> so you got Keen Wong, who's um, he's getting some ABs versus right-handed pitching. Um, you know, uh, he might have a shot here at two games this weekend um, if you're really stretched out and you really need um, a middle infielder or if he qualifies for the outfield like he has played recently in your league, then um, something to pay attention to. Uh, <clears throat> Jared Walsh did not start his last game versus left-handed pitching, but did the prior seven games to that. So, that, <clears throat> excuse me, that's something that pretty much gone for him, um, the platoon, so... The Angels are 6th in WRC Plus with 112 um, since May 28th with a 24-9 KWB, um, KWB percentage and their 4th in runs with 62 runs. They are averaging 7 runs a game through their first game, 7 games of June, <coughs> which is phenomenal. Um, so, um, even though Otani is out, we have to see if the offense can still keep up that sort of production because obviously he's a big cog in there so um the arizona diamondbacks um they are 25th in our the wrc plus with 82 since may 28th with a 24 to eight and a half k to bb percentage um 45 runs scored in the last 14 games versus left-handed pitching arizona's third with a 140 wrc plus <coughs> so that's you know something that they're picking up they're getting a little better in the last couple games Versus left-handed pitching. Um, they have a 15% K rate, which is almost best in Major League Baseball, Arizona. So there's a lot of moving parts in their lineup, too. A lot of platoons, a lot of guys who have been injured moving in and out of the lineup. But uh, Paven Smith, his last 14 days, he's uh, hitting 400 with eight runs and six ribbies. But he has not started the last four um, versus left-handed pitching. Um, in this series, they will be facing one lefty pitcher in Patrick Sandoval. Um, so something to be aware of there. David Peralta as well has not started his last four games as left-handed pitching. So might only get two games from Smith and Peralta. <laughs> Joshua has, has started one of his last three games as left-handed pitching. And he's hit 106 in his last 14 days with 15 strikeouts and 54 plate appearances. So be aware of that. He's entering into that m mood where he's not um, locked in as a starter. So he seems to be... A player who definitely is um, up and down. He started off the season, and then he hit a low note, and then he came back up, and then now he's going back down. So just be conscious of that. And uh, Josh Reddick has started three of his last four games versus left-handed pitching. He's hitting 333 in his last 14 games, so even with a 2% power rate. So we have to see if he can keep that up. He's definitely getting the opportunity to stay in the lineup. And being a veteran, um, I think they like that presence in the middle um, for the constant, you know, they have a lot of rookies, they have a lot of young kids moving around, so I think they kind of like Reddick's presence in there, but keep an eye on it going forward and see if um, Tim Castro, if anyone like that, can pick up more playing time. Next DH situation we're going to move to is the Texas Rangers traveling to the Los Angeles Dodgers, so they'll be losing their DH capabilities. Um, this is probably... Uh, situation where you know you're gonna see Chris Davis and Willie Calhoun who been splitting the duties 
at DH for the Rangers. They're probably, well, Chris Davis probably, um, you won't see this weekend at all. And I would expect Calhoun to still get um, a day, a day or two out in the outfield. Um, they are facing one lefty and Clayton Chris Shaw. And that's, you know, Calhoun um, doesn't start every game versus lefties. Uh, I think he's started three of the last four against lefties. But um, it's a situation where he'll probably get into the lineup at least two games this week. Um, and they've been toying around with playing Jason Martin two of the last three games. And Eli White has just been called up and plugged into the outfield as well. <laughs> Gotta wonder if we see Leody Tavares anytime soon again. Um, I think he should get another opportunity very soon. Doesn't seem to be killing it in AAA. He has dropped down his K rate just a little bit. But it is a... And a swinging strike rate a little bit. So maybe we see him on the path back to the majors soon. So again, for the Texas Rangers, no good for Chris Davis. And maybe Calhoun takes a hit as well. Um, so that is it for the DH situation. Now we're just going to move to some series that have um, heavy um, left-handed or right-handed pitching matchups for teams. So Atlanta Braves. They will be traveling to the Marlins, um, and the Braves will be facing three righties, and the Marlins will be facing two lefties in Max Freed and Drew Smiley. The Braves will be facing Alcantara, Zach Thompson, and Pablo Lopez. Um, so, the Atlanta Braves, since May 28th, first right-handed pitching, they have a 93 WRC+, which is 22nd in the league, and a 32-11 to 11 KDBB percentage, so... A lot of strikeouts there, but still with the ability to get on base. Um, overall versus all right-handed pitching in the um, since May 28th, they have an 89 WRC+. Plus. Um, on the season, they're third in ex-Woba with 339. They're second in barrels as a team at 10.5%. Um, you don't have to really worry about the big five and pretty much Contreras. They're setting the lineup. Guillermo Heredia has started 9 of the last 11 games at center field. And Abraham Almonte has started in left field versus right-handed pitching very recently. So um, they'll probably get some time in the outfield. Um, I think Atlanta's really suffering from their depth. Man, I, I bet you <laughs> they wish they can redo their offseason and keep Duval and Melanson. I mean, it makes sense. They need help in the bullpen and the outfield right now. So big miss for the Braves. Good for the Mets. Let's go. All right, so let's move to the Miami Marlins now. They're facing two left-handed pitchers um, since May 28th. They're 27th in baseball with a 76 WRC plus versus lefties with a 29 to 3 KWB. So striking out a lot, not taking balls um, overall versus, um, versus righties and lefties since May 28th. They're fifth with a 114 WRC plus. So a lot of difficulties versus lefties from the Marlins. Um, on the season, 26 to 8 K to BB percentage. Uh, Stalin Marte's on fire since he came back, but he's been 419 with three homers and three stolen bases in his last 12 games. Um, Alfaro's been 3 333 with two homers in his last eight. Um, another thing we have to be worried about is Dickinson has sat three of his last six versus left-handed pitching. So if you rely on him in your outfield, you know, um, be conscious that, well, he might, he might sit two games. He might only play one 
Um, John Birdie's getting some more run with Brian Anderson being out, but the stolen bases have not come. He's just really not a good hitter and just doesn't have a great ability to make things happen, too, if he does get on base. Um, and Isan Diaz stinks. So hopefully you don't have to rely on those guys at all for any type of production on your team. Let's move on to the Baltimore Orioles. They'll be facing three left-handed pitchers on the road against the Tampa Bay Rays, who are also throwing two left-handed pitchers. So for the Baltimore Orioles, they'll be facing Ron Yarbrough, Rich Hill, and Josh Fleming. Um, so the last 11 games, the Orioles have 17 homers. Um, and a 284 team batting average. First left-handed pitcher since May 28th to have a 256 WRC plus. How you doing? 15 to 7 K to BB with a 545 Woba. Yikes. Uh, on the season, they're second in WRC plus versus lefties with a 127. And also uh, a, a pretty solid 20.9 20, 20. to 8 K to BB percentage. Um, Ryan Mountcastle in his last 10 games, 359, 4 home runs, and 20 runs plus RBIs. Um, anyone who's a DJ Stewart fan, he'll be sitting. He always sits versus lefties, and then they're facing three. Um, Austin Hayes could be activated. Just, just keep an eye on that if he does. Just get him right back in the lineup. He was hitting so well before he got hurt, so... <clears throat> I would uh, also, you know, fire up Michael Franco and Freddie Galvis. They're, they should be good starts this weekend. Uh, let's move over to the Tampa Bay Rays. They will be facing Keegan Aiken and Bruce Zimmerman, two lefties on the season versus left-handed pitcher. They're 21st in WRC Plus at 92 with a 29-9 K to BB and a 295 Woba. Since May 28th, the WRC Plus has dropped versus left-handed pitcher to 84 from 92 to 84, but... Um, 22 to 13 and a half K to BB. So the K rate came down 7%. Walk rate went up 4%. Um, really, Austin Meadows and Yandy Diaz have uh, the only one been hitting over 250 in the last 11 games on this team. So obviously the Rays are going to Ray, but we're just going to say it anyway. Brandon Lau started two. So um, four players have started two of the last four games versus left-handed pitching, and that's Brandon Lau, Joey Wendell, Kevin Kiermaier, and Brett Phillips. So do what you got to do there. Um, you know, I think a lot of people rely on Brandon Lau to get his um, on their teams, especially at second base and outfield. So um, a situation where, you know, you might have to play him um, and – uh, you just have to hope he gets in two games and not just one, because that would just be terrible. Um, one good thing is I believe he sat in his... Recently, he sat Tuesday versus a lefty, so who knows? Maybe he'll get the next two, which would be this weekend. But So keep an eye on Lau, um, Wendell, Kiermaier, and Brett Phillips, Brasso. Obviously, he only starts versus lefties, so um, he'll probably get two games started this week. And Taylor Walsh has started nine of his last ten and four versus left-handed pitch until the switch hitter staying in there. Um, so I would say he would be a good, you know, pretty solid play this weekend, and Brasso would be a fringe play, and uh, along with those other guys that I mentioned. Um, so let's move over to the Blue Jays versus. The Red Sox. The Blue Jays will be facing two righties and a lefty, and the Red Sox will be facing two lefties and Steven Matz and Robbie Ray. So obviously there's not much to talk about with the Red Sox. You know who the big boys are, and you know they're getting it done. On the, on the year, the Red Sox are 18th in WRC Plus versus 
left-handed pitcher at 100 um, with a 21 to 6.5K to BB and a 317 Woba. Since May 28th, they're 28th in WRC Plus versus lefties with a 64 and 28 to 3.5K to BB. So, um, big time K, not taking walks versus lefties since May 28th. Um, they are first in Major League Baseball this year overall versus all-handedness at a 395 of Wobicon and they're eighth in MLB with a 9% power rate. So um, there's not much here in terms of platoon except uh, Danny Santana is um, pretty much not playing versus lefties anymore and I'm pretty sure he's on his way out to not playing much versus anyone. He's batting 069 in his last 31 plate appearances. He's probably the one guy you're benching from this team. Um, Christian Arroyo, uh, 345 with two homers and 14 runs plus RBIs in his last eight games. Getting a chance to lead off um, some games, too, with Enrique Hernandez and himself flip-flopping. Um, but uh, I think Enrique Hernandez, too, is um, at might be at risk with Arroyo getting hot. Um, so just keep an eye on that. Uh, but I think Arroyo is a solid play and it might be a pretty sneaky play moving forward. For the rest of the year, but um, also too, they have a bunch of good options in the minors that they can move on to as well up the middle. So um, let's move on to the teams that are facing three right-handed pitchers. That would be six teams this week: the Cubs, the Cardinals, the Mariners, the Astros, the Pirates, and the Brewers. They'll all be facing three right-handed pitchers on the weekend so let's get into the cubs on this season they have a 96 wrc plus which is pretty much middle of the pack with a middle of the pack 25 to 8k to bb percentage um eight and a half barrel percentage which is pretty solid um in the last 14 games they're 24th with an 87 wrc plus and a 27 to 7k to bb so not much of a difference in the last two weeks even though patrick wisdom is hitting the crap out of the ball um in their last 13 games the Cubs have hit 22 homers with a 295 Wilbur, Um and seven of those homers coming from Wisdom. Javier Baez is back. Jason Hayward should be in play for the whole weekend, and uh, Jock Peterson is leading off, and um, hopefully if he's healthy going forward, watch out. So I like him this weekend um, having to face three righties. Um, I think that's uh, he's facing Carlos Martinez, John Gant, and... Oviedo. So let's get those guys in the lineup and expect a big weekend from Jock Peterson. Um, let's move on to the Cardinals. The Cardinals on this season they are 21st in WRC Plus with uh, 88 and a 23.5 to 7.5 K to BB. In the last 14 games, um, they have an 89 WRC Plus versus right handed pitching and a 26 to 7 K to BB. Um, pretty much the same throughout the season in their last 14. Um, the Young is back. You probably see Carpenter play, you know, three games versus right-handed pitching. Um, it's not much in terms of platoon here with the Cardinals either. They're pretty much set with most of the most of the guys. Um, Kyler O'Neill, just have to mention it in the last 12 games, six homers with 24 runs plus RBI and 41 total bases. Um, kids on fire. Uh, hope we can keep it going. Ton of DC shares on him, and I'm hoping. Uh, he really, he really rewards me there. So um, let's move on to the Seattle Mariners. So on the season, the Mariners have an 88 WRC plus versus right-handed pitching with a 25 and a half to nine KDBB. In the last 14, they're eighth in WRC plus versus right-handed pitching, We're at at 106. Um, and the KDBB has 
improve dramatically. Um, with a 315 Wobra, so on the season. So, um, you know, I, I think what we're seeing what happened with the Mariners was Jared Kelnick came up and he stunk. Um, so, J.P. Crawford getting a chance to lead off. And even though he started off the season a little weak and a lot of people, um, I know, had asked me if they should hold on to him or not. It was kind of uh, big on J.P. Crawford this year um, in my draft champions leagues and a couple of high stakes leagues as well. Um, and now he's getting his shot. He's getting his shot to lead off. He's, he's let off nine straight, batting 340 with eight runs, seven ribbies, two homers, and a stolen base in his last 13 games. So I think this is great. I think he should stay up there, and hopefully he gets a little more inclined to run while he's leading off. Um, he started off at the bottom of the lineup this year, and then even when he was batting fifth and sixth, he wasn't really looking to run. Hopefully this leads to that road. And um, J.P. Crawford, you know, um, he... he He's got the tools. Um, he's got good play discipline, good um, good awareness of balls and strikes. So um, I like J.P. Crawford. I've liked him all offseason, and I'm liking him going forward now. So um, pick him up in a league if he's available. So let's move on to the Houston Astros. Um, you know, on the season versus right-handed pitcher, they're tied first in WRC Plus at 116 with a 19-10 KDBB in the last 14. Um, they're third in MLB with a 131 WRC+, 21.5 to 13 KDBB, so taking their walks, 354 Woba. Um, it's interesting, on this season, they're 26th in battle percentage, but first in Woba at 338, and first in expected batting average at 274, and first in expected Woba at 343 all on cast. So um, not barreling up the ball, but um, showing that it doesn't really matter. Um, so again, all, all the starters here, you're starting all the regulars, Tucker's on his way to a monster season, he's on fire, um, little by little, he's, he's creeping up his average, um, he's at 40, 40 ribbies, um, last thing to come is the legs, and I think he's gonna tack on some stolen base, and as the weather gets a little warmer here, Carlos Correa in his last 12, four homers, 24 runs, plus RBI, he's a little bit on a binge, this is where you have to start him when he's in these streaks. Let's move on to the Pittsburgh Pirates. They're 27th in WRC plus versus right-handed pitching at 83 with a 23 to 8 KDBB on a 288 Woba in the last 14. The walk and strike rate has improved by 3%, but um, still really not a lot of punch. You know, bottom third in the season overall versus all-handedness and ex-Woba, ex-Wobacon, barrel, hard hit, and, and exit velocity. Just punchless team here. Um, I do like some of the improvements that Gregory Polanco is showing. So keep your eye on him. Um, you know, it, he, he's improved his um, zone contact, his O swing, and his pop-up percentage. He's got an 11% barrel rate and 45.5% uh, hard hit. And what I also like is 97.7 EV on fly balls. He's tied with Vlad and... Um, 24, 20 more feet of fly ball distance than Vlad. So this is not a Vlad Polanco comparison, but just to um, remind you that he's hitting the ball hard in the air and he's hitting it far, which is things that we are totally looking for. Next, let's move on to the... Oh, one quick thing on the Pirates too. Colin Moran got hit in the hand yesterday and he kind of... Um, well, two days ago, and he didn't play yesterday, so just monitor that if he's going to stay in the lineup and that. If you have him on your team, just to be aware if he's going to go on the IL or maybe miss one game, 
Um, so if he's not playing today, I wouldn't start him this weekend. Let's move on to the Brewers now. Um, they have an 81 WRC plus versus right-handed pitching, 29-9 KDBB in the last 14. A little better. 10th in WRC plus versus righty at a 104, 24 to 11.5 KDBB, so drop the K, increase the walks. Um, the Wobble came up to 323, and they have 23 homers in the last 12 games, and eight guys with two. So spreading it out, this is Gogo Vogelback time when he gets to play three righties. He's in your lineup if you have him. If not, go pick him up for the weekend. I picked him up this week in several leagues, and he's been rewarding the play so far. Um, JB. Jay should play all three versus all righties. Um, Jace Peterson was called up to play second. Urias is going to third with Travis Shaw separating his shoulder. Um, pretty much think Tyrone Taylor is a sit. He's just not playing enough. Um, it's going to wrap it up. Um, hope everyone enjoyed it. Hope it's actionable for the weekend. God bless everyone. I hope everyone's having a great start to this uh, spring, summer, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, hope everyone's doing what they can to find their balance in their life, right? You got to make sure you can communicate with yourself because um, you can't communicate with yourself. You can't freely express your thoughts correctly to others. So um, if you're struggling with that, I think everyone does. You know, I do it myself sometimes. You know, you just have to find that, find that place to get your balance and get your mind right. My balance was found this weekend at the beach. Um, you know, I'm a little bit of a beach bum, me and my wife. So, um, whenever we get out there, the water brings balance into my life. Um, so whatever things you can do to bring that balance and that focus, you know, hope everyone gets the chance to do that. It doesn't have to be a vacation too. It's every day, you know, just find that little place that, you know, makes you happy and makes everything feel like it's going to be better so with that being said everyone you could be anything in this world don't be a bag of shit peace